This is Pod's Burgers, a podcast chronicling a Bob's Burgers obsession. Spatchcocking. So I learned that it's spatchcocking. Yes. I always thought it was smashcocking. <laughs> no, but that would be awesome. I mean... Definitely spatchcocking. He talks about it a lot. He, and he calls it smashcocking? No. Oh, I, okay. Just that's what I thought he said. No. That's but I also no. thought it was Team Ranger Jail. And yeah. it was Teen Ranger Jail. I don't know. I, I find the idea of spatchcocking very troubling. Sort of um, barbaric. It's um, it's kind of vivisecti. Yeah. Um, it it bothers several of the characters in that episode too. Mm-hmm. They get really. I mean, I out totally, I totally get why they do it. It makes sense. It's just apparently it's delicious according know, to the episode. Well, yeah, it cooks it evenly and quickly. It's very nice. It's just you know me. I've always been just put off by the way that meat is. You and Nivek ogre, ogre, odor. I'm going to get me one of those, like, curtains to just wheel around with me and nobody ever looks at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the girl in the ring. Yes. We talked about the ring last time, too. Wait, she had a thing to wheel around so nobody looked at her? Um, or was it just her hair? <laughs> Different girl. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yes, I remember. I actually want to watch that movie again, but I can't find it anywhere. They're just, like... I've said this before, and I know... I, I own it. I know it's super old of me, but I should, in today's world, be able to think, I would like to see X yeah. and just go to the interwebs and make it happen. You know how I make myself wait to watch Scrooged? Yes. And then I binge it? Yes. All through the season? Do you do I do the same the thing with The Ring, but around Halloween. Halloween. Nice. I want, I, I want to watch it. You may. Okay. It looks like we're not being very picked up here. That's what it was doing last time. Let's see. Well, hi. I was going to say, you want me to start talking? Because it's always well, hi. <laughs> well, hi. Hello, friends. Um, welcome. Yes. It's Pods Burgers. Yes. We usually take a lot longer to say it's Pods Burgers. But yes. I decided to just go for it this Well, time. you know, okay, here's the deal, you guys. So we've actually been sitting here for an hour mm-hmm. trying to figure out the sound for two microphones. Um, I'm already almost through one glass of wine, so mm-hmm. God knows what's going to happen. Yeah, there was a lot of furious, in all senses of the word, Googling. Mm-hmm. Some 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 reading. We've got some uh, outtakes of Jen going teka 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 on her computer, mm-hmm. all furiously. We talked about John Cocktoastin a lot. Well, you did. <laughs> Brittany requested that I never talk about Fletch again. Yep. Uh-huh. I, I'd like to hear from from the masses I, how they feel about. I think they're going to be on my side. Yes. Actually, half of them are going to be like, "Yeah, that's probably a good idea," and the other half are going to be like, "What's Fletch?" You Dude, probably you probably I, just people like Fletch. You b- don't know. Birthed an entire new generation of people who enjoy Fletch. How do you feel about that? I, I mean, fine, I guess. I don't really care either way, but you shouldn't assume that people don't want to hear about Fletch, is all I'm saying. Wow. That's like um, a that's like a social no no. Don't you know? Also, one of the somewhere. things that you didn't hear about that we were talking about was Michael McDonald. <laughs> It's true, you guys. And Keep talking about him. We decided that he's our patron saint. But also Jen's nemesis. Yeah, it's weird how hostile I feel toward well, Michael why McDonald. Why would we make him our patron saint? That's because maybe maybe it means something. That you can get over your hatred? I don't hate him. I just... I think that's what nemesis means. I just have this thing about him. <laughs> nemesis is an actual mythological... Well, actually, I'm not going to do that. I, I did that to Chris for like... Yeah, I was just about to fall asleep. An hour. If no, I can't talk was... about Fletch, <laughs> you can't give me college lectures. He was... Poor Chris just wanted to watch this um, Netflix uh, And you were series. like, actually, C4 I know. is stable. Seriously. And he was... He just wanted... It was about mythology and monsters and the way that they are portrayed in today's world and the way that they came about and all of this and honestly 
dude was being he was he's the patron saint he's the saint Mm -hmm. because he just kept pausing it and listening to me babble what are monsters like um bigfoot the cryptocurrency what are they (laughs) (laughs) cryptozoology yeah yes is it like that kind of stuff that you were babbling about uh no Um, It was talking about... So, first of all, they started talking about... All right, here's where it went off the rails. I'm getting tired. No, 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 no. (laughs) Here's where it went off the rails. Off the rails. Um, They started talking about Joseph Campbell. And so I, of course, had to go on and on about um, Heart of Darkness and, like, all of that and Apocalypse Now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it was just... I could see him just... Desperately over. wanting to watch his show, mm-hmm. but I had to just keep. You couldn't stop. I couldn't. It was a compulsion. It was. It was the literary diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh oh. I can't explain why I feel the way I do about Michael McDonald, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, he has come into our life, mm-hmm. and he's become a part of this that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And. I'm going to try to welcome him in and, you know, somehow with his dish of beard, he's going to be our patron so saint. Gross. I, um, I feel like there's a piece of art in here somewhere with you confronting your nemesis and finding it in your heart to let him in and that, yeah. that it, it disables his, his power. It, it, anyway. Don't you think sometimes a nemesis can just be you're really put off by them. <laughs> no, that is not what a nemesis is. Oh my God. That's fine. All right. This is Pod's Burgers. I'm Jenna. Je- Jen. <laughs> Jen has not had a glass of wine yet. I haven't. FYI. The reason why I did that was the last time I said I'm Jennifer and then it felt really weird and I started to do it again. And then I thought, no, I'm just going to go with Jen. But it was too late. It was I Jen. was al- already rounding the horn. Jen pudding. I'm Jen. I'm Brittany. <laughs> um, and today, we're going to do some housekeeping, mm-hmm. um, but today on this episode, we are going to be talking about something old, something new, something Bob caters for you. And if you recall from our last episode, we had originally said we wanted to do uh, Mission Impossible. I said it. I'm so it. glad you went ahead and said it instead yes. of me. Um, but Jen texted me this morning and said, you know what? It's wedding season. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have actually participated in and been to a few beautiful weddings mm-hmm. so far. Um, and it's also very near Jen's wedding anniversary. Yeah. My wedding anniversary is actually tomorrow in real life when, as of the recording, who knows when you'll actually listen to this, but, um, our Teddy episode was so long mm-hmm. that when I uploaded the uh, last one that we did, um, we had one minute to spare in our allotment of oh, hosting wow. for the month. So I'm actually not able to, to, even if I got this edited, I can't upload it until later this week. So anyway, the point is you won't. You'll be listening to this after my wedding anniversary. But I thought, you know, the mm-hmm. timing. No, it's perfect. It just, we do like to do a thematic. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually brought over, uh, when I was asked to be part of um, our dear friend's wedding this year, she asked me to be an attendant by giving me a customized wine glass that has my name on it. And it says, won't you be my neighbor? And Jen got one with her nickname. It says, Darling Dear, and Won't You Be My Neighbor. I was actually the maid of honor. She was. It's kind of a big deal. She was the M-O-H. Um, and, and I think I did pretty okay. Yeah, you did great. I'm never going to really think I did great at I was just things of that much oh, importance. I, but I think I was telling her um, on Thursday when we had dinner... Um, that I just sometimes think fondly of that day because it was just so, it was lovely. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's how uh, I feel about my wedding, too. Yes, yes. Um, I'm also wearing Jen's um, attendance gift to me, 
Uh, she gave all of her attendants a nickname necklace. So it's in her handwriting. She had them made. And it had all of her attendants, the nicknames that she has for them. And so mine says Brittany, who that's how you all know me. Yeah. So I'm just theming all over the place. I was so relieved that every one of my attendants, that I had a nickname for every one of them, because if I didn't... Yeah, that would have been a bummer. This gift never would have worked. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I was pretty proud of that. Yeah. I'm not going to lie it's to you about good. it. It's very good. I liked it very much. Um... So, some quick housekeeping. Um, I feel like the sound was much better on the very last episode um, that we did. Yes, and I was telling Jen that I went back and listened to the Teddy episode again, and especially when you listen to it with headphones, but in general, it's not as bad as I remember it being. I mean, it's still obviously... It's cringy. It's not cringy. It's obviously my voice is much louder than yours, and but it's it's listenable. It's not like, holy Jesus, somebody get me out of this podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, um, and we we're we're having some some pretty good listens. Yeah, I, I want to get more. So that's one thing that I was going to say to all of y'all who love this podcast. Okay, oh, yeah. who who even just kind of like it? Just share it. Be our downline, guys. Yeah, share the love. It's if, good. If you tell one person and they tell one person. Yeah, it's like a weird pyramid scheme. It really is. Except you don't get fucked. What? Well, doesn't that... It just doesn't really work, right? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, ex- un- unless you get in early and get, yeah. get a big downline. But yeah, anyway, yeah. that's not downline. the point. Downline is the lingo. So, um, but yeah, do that because I, I, again, I said this on a couple of episodes ago, I, I'm really kind of counting on some input from you guys and, you know, we do get some really great comments and, um, a lot of, uh, we've been invited to do a couple of different things like the interview that Rebecca Mills did with us and, um, some other stuff we're not going to talk about yet. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it. It's coming up and it's, it's pretty fun. So, um, but I, for example, I, I really do want to hear from you super fans if you've caught any kind of subtle references to other things in Bob's Burgers, much like Chris the Archivist caught Brendan Small in that um, The Hurt Soccer. Mm-hmm. So please email us, podsburgers at gmail.com. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Podsburgers? Okay. We had some weird ones that were going on there for a while when we were trying to settle on some names. Yeah. So podsburgers at gmail.com. Email us, comment on Facebook, comment on our Instagram, go to our website. We've had a couple of people contact us through the uh, web form on the website. Mm-hmm. Just reach out to us. We want to hear from you. We sure do. Um, today I'm feeling very optimistic. Oh. Because I ordered a yoga jumpsuit. A what? I'm pretty excited about what it. What the fuck is a yoga jumpsuit? You know, it's just basically like yoga pants and a tank top, but it's it's all one thing. Why is that optimistic? And I keep I keep dreaming of lying around in it. Okay. I don't know. I I don't know why you find this so. No, I just I'm, I it just it was not. I'm trying to follow the line about how we got to the yoga jumpsuit. So, so if a wild animal jumps out at you, yeah, that totally makes sense for help. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my yoga jumpsuit is strange. No, I'm I'm actually fascinated. I don't know what a yoga jumpsuit is. I've never anyway, seen one. So that's that's why part optimism? of my housekeeping. I don't. I I was just being clever. Oh, okay. I just just go with me. I'm going with you. I want to. I want to be there completely with you. Yeah. But, um. Our friend Lloyd, the golden retriever, is out of his cone, so he won't push me out of my chair this time, I hope. But he will be walking around and panting and picking up his toys and flopping down on the dance floor. And Yeah, yeah. You, you, you'll always know he's here. Oh, he's a good boy. He makes himself known. Um, yeah, so... Anything Any, else? Any other... I don't, I don't think so. Life um, things... Because you know things. that's why that's why people come here. It, yeah. 
to hear about our amazing it's, it's lives. It's not about Bob's Burgers at all. Um, I did some yard work today. I'm not feeling optimistic about it, though. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I actually don't know what I'm doing mm-hmm. when I do yard work. Mm-hmm. It's just not my thing. But I was like, God damn, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to do it. I actually saw you standing in your yard. Uh, Brit- Brittany lives right across the street from me. And I saw you standing in your yard. Well, you were actually standing, I think, in the street. Was I staring at the parking strip? Yeah. Yeah, because it was confusing me. Okay. I don't know what the (laughs) fuck some of those things are. And I'm like, do I pull them out? Do I leave them alone? I mean, the bees seem to like them. Let's leave them. Why not? Yeah. I don't know. And I thought, well, maybe Chris, the archivist, is out there and I just can't see him. But apparently you were just by yourself staring at your parking strip. Trying to figure out what to pull out of there. So there's that. Um, we did get to go see Janelle Monet last night, and that was amazing, 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 True. amazing. True. Also, I went and had my brain looked at, found some interesting things out about, you know, what's going on in the old gray matter. Yep. I have, some, I have some neurological issues. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's going to be great yeah. from now on. Yeah. I'm very excited about I'm, it. optimistic. Yes, that's an appropriate use of that word. I'm actually more optimistic regarding my yoga pantsuit. Okay. Well, you let me know how that goes because I may snatch one of those yeah. up because that really, sounds like my jam. I'm really feeling like Does it, not? it could turn things around for me. Yeah. That's it why maybe, I'm optimistic. Maybe that's why your brain is going to get better. Because of my yoga jumpsuit. Yeah, it's going to be like, you know what? We're very relaxed right now. We can dial it down a bit. Yeah. Um, we do have a little Bob that's here with us. Yes. Overseeing our recording because uh, this episode that we're going to talk about is largely Bob focused. Yes. The whole family is in it. Um, The B story uh, actually happens in the same location as the A story. So um, they're not split per se, um, but it is very Bob focused. You want to know my favorite thing about this Bob figurine? The little bit of mustard that's coming out of yes. the tiny little hamburger. There's actually uh, there's three things that delight me about this. Um, the the tiny hamburger in general, mm-hmm. like the little bits of cheese and mustard and lettuce and mm-hmm. all that. I love the little um, arm hairs mm-hmm. that they drew mm-hmm. on it, and the tiny little pen in his apron pocket makes me very happy. And the little um, bald spot. The little bow. Oh, the bow. Yes, mm-hmm. he's just. Very cute. Yeah. Very it's, cute. It's very accurate. And and speaking of cute, um, I could probably go on and on about the song in this episode. Oh, yes. I mean, the full song. Oh, thank you. I was going to ask you to slang me one of those extra glasses of wine you have over there. Um, okay, so let's, let's talk about the episode. So yeah. as I said, it's something old, something new, something Bob caters for you. Mm-hmm. And it's actually the uh, season finale of season eight. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this in order, so there's a lot of other season eight episodes that we'll be talking about. Um, do you want to give the recap? I gave the recap last time. Yeah, I can do that. So um, uh, starts in the restaurant, and everybody's in there, and Teddy is telling... Well, first, no, sorry. It starts with Bob having a crisis. He's reading the internet, as Linda said. Mm-hmm. What you reading? Mm-hmm. The internet? Um, and he feels bad because he feels like he's not doing enough to uh, do good in the world. Like, he's reading about doctors in war zones and that they're really making a difference and all he does is make burgers. Um, so he's feeling a little bit like, what can I do to make life good for people, like better for people? And then we cut to the restaurant, and um, Teddy's in the middle of telling him a really weird dream that he didn't actually dream, and <laughs> which is so bizarre, but so Teddy. Sorry, I'm eating cake. I brought cake. Oh, that's the other exciting thing that happened this week. Um, I actually had a pretty shitty week, but I made an amazing orange cake mm-hmm. with whipped cream frosting, and it's... I can attest. I'm sorry I talked for. with my mouthful just then. But just as an aside, that's one of the things that's amazing about this episode is there are a number of things that are happening in this episode, and we've talked about this. One of the things I love is that things happen and they don't connect to anything else. There's no reason for it to have happened. I don't know if you noticed at the very beginning of the episode, it starts with Linda singing a song about how she's going to go to sleep. Yes, I love it. Because of course. Yes. Anyway, go on. So, um... 
they're in the restaurant and this couple walks in and it turns out that they had their first date at Bob's Burgers and they were getting married and they've only been together for three months, but they feel this connection and they want to get married and they want Bob to cater their wedding. And Linda is really pessimistic about it because she feels like they haven't been together long enough. They haven't even smelled each other's farts. They haven't traveled together, all of these things. I love the whole exchange where Linda's like, Bob says, Linda, you farted on our second date in while you're sitting in my lap. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know why. I just, Linda endlessly delights me. I think that if that's the rule of whether a marriage is going to last, that means it really doesn't matter that tomorrow is my wedding anniversary because... You're not going to fart in Mark's lap or vice versa? Yeah, we haven't... I can... Mark and I have not smelled each other's farts. I am going to go, like, on and on and on into eternity with with Chris, if that's the mark of a... I know, I actually thought about you during... Right? when When they said... You know, that Linda farted on their second date because... so me. Of course. You guys, (laughs) I'm a precious angel, a delicate flower. Jen's told me this for the longest time. And, like, she calls me her little princess ballerina giraffe unicorn, which sounds like I should be petite and lovely, but... But she's farting the whole time. I am totally farting. Rainbows. (laughs) No lie. And don't even care. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) I mean... Apparently. Yeah. But go on. Um, Yes, let's talk about (laughs) Linda's farts. Anyway, so Linda, through the entire episode, so Bob agrees to cater the wedding, and he's feeling like this, they've made a, a change in this couple's life, and he really wants to make their day very special. And through the whole episode, Linda is just saying, oh, this thing went wrong. It's a sign. They shouldn't have been together. All of this stuff. Um a series of terrible things happened during the wedding um, and culminating with Bob face planting in the wedding cake, which was made by who, which grandmother was it? Was it her grandmother or his hers, her grandmother who couldn't be at the wedding and sent the cake um, by car all the way from North Carolina, Atlanta, Atlanta. Oh, that's right. Because Jean says the lost city, <laughs> city of, of Atlanta. Atlanta. That's right. I get North Carolina. I don't. Anyway, know. it's all the same in the South, right? I've been watching uh, the Atlanta? staircase. Oh, you've also been watching Atlanta. I'm pretty sure that's North Carolina. I'm going to look it up, but okay, it would make sense if I if I went North Carolina. Well, that's anyway. Go really. on. Anyway, so um, and it turns out at the end, you know, Bob feels like he's destroyed their day, and the couple is like, you know, what everything is terrible. Well, the the Bride is, thinks that everything has gone wrong. He's right. We're not going to be together, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out that Linda is the one who convinces them that they will be together because they've dealt with their terrible wedding day like champs, and it's because they care about each other and not necessarily that everything's perfect on their wedding day. So um, it's actually a delightful little episode mm-hmm. with a lot of not schmaltzy sentiment plugged into it Mm -hmm. and their little song Linda and Bob sing together in the middle is so charming it's stuck in my head right now it it was before (laughs) I came over here when I was getting ready to come over I had that song stuck in my head so by the way the staircase is in fact North Carolina well done maybe I was just vibing off you I don't know um, so a, f- a few things, uh, made an impression on me in this, in this episode. Um, I, I think it's a delight. I think this one and, and Mission Impossible Slug Bowl. <laughs> so close. I know. It's always so hard for me to say. Um, are, um, I can't say they're my favorites. Uh, they might this be my episode? favorites of this season. Of this season. season. Yeah. 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 Um, they, they just delight me no end. Mm -hmm. I, I absolutely adore this one. And a lot of what I love about this episode is the same thing that I love about eggs for days. Although this episode has a lot more, um, intent and plot than just 
the family drunk. <laughs> being ridiculous. Yes. yes. But it's kind of the same thing where it's just a, an episode that's set up for the family to just be the family mm-hmm. and how they can be. Um, and I found the characters of Farah and Connor um, intriguing. Mm-hmm. I was very taken with the fact that all these things were happening during their wedding day and Farah remained completely calm through mm-hmm. the whole thing. Well, you have to remember until the very end. You were completely calm on your wedding day when your one of your attendants forgot his pants in San Diego. <laughs> it's very true. Um I lost my mind when it started to rain. Yeah, but I was a little losing your mind. It wasn't yeah. a lot of losing. Well, your but mind. I never really But I mean, yes, that's true. I think at some point you settle into this idea when you are happy about the day mm-hmm. that, and and my attitude about it was when Brian, who was the attendant who left his pants in San Diego, not all of his pants, just the pants he was supposed to wear as the attendant. Right. And that day he was wearing bright red shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, which oh, I felt so bad for him. He just was <laughs> just so upset. Bright red shorts is not even remotely close to what the other attendants were wearing. They were supposed to be wearing gray suit pants. But anyway, he said, don't worry about it. I'm not going to ruin the wedding. I just won't walk, you know. And Oh, that will ruin the motherfucking wedding. And I told him, you are walking. I don't care if you're wearing red shorts. What would bum me out is years from now looking back on it and and him not being a part of it and right. not being in the pictures. Yeah. Then to look back and see him in pictures wearing I red shorts. I freaking loved that you did that. It's not like I thought that you'd be like like come down on him or I just feel like there was a part of me that was like, Oh God, we cannot tell Jen she just she wants this day. Not not like Bridezilla perfect. Mm-hmm. You just wanted people to have a good time. And to have something like that, I felt like you would really empathize with him. Um, it's and totally that, something I would do. Oh, fuck yeah, me too. Leave my pants and sandy. For real. <laughs> and the fact that you, were, you went to him and said, you're more important than the pants. Yeah. I think I scared him a little when I said that, though. Because I was so emphatic about it, I think yeah. he was like, whoa, okay. you know. Yeah. But let me just give a quick shout out, just in case at any point they oh, listen to this. Yes. About his uh, fiance, who soon to be wife, they're getting married in September, um, saved the day. Amazing as shit. Saved the so day. So good. She uh, was in the middle of getting ready for uh, the wedding. She had half her hair curled. Mm-hmm. They called and said, we need you to help us. She took her half-curled hair, packed up Brian's son, which this was the first weekend she had ever met him. Brian's son, not Brian, obviously. Uh, yes, um, thank you for that. <laughs> headed into Park City, went to the uh, outlet stores, bought like seven pairs of gray suit pants ran them to the to the uh where we were getting married which was not close it was a very long drive yes. it was basically a destination wedding right and uh the other hero uh chris chris Schultz. who is yes. a, a, a listener i know hi chris um good old chris she's so good them yeah on site yeah and you look at the pictures from my wedding you can see no difference between no. brian's pants and anybody else's Seriously, we were shielding you from a lot of it, but it was like balls out chaos yeah. there for a while. I know we were missing one boutonniere, but that was my fault. I miscounted the um, attendance, um, but also our coordinator was amazing and was yes. rebuilding boutonnieres. Oh and yeah, she was great. Anyway, anyway, weddings are chaos, and it's all very important to remember. And this is what I remembered when I was getting married. You have to have those moments of things that don't go well. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you don't see how family comes together. Yeah. I think the only thing that really went wrong for my wedding was when I got my head stuck in a bush at Lucille Ball's house. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's a, that's, a, that's a good statement. Um, I mean, the owner of the venue was 
an asshole oh. and started losing her mind about the caterers. I love the fact that you and Jenna told her just, to, to fuck right off. <laughs> we told her, you've got to stay away from the bride. Just stay away from her. Mm-hmm. If you have whatever. And the things she was getting upset about had nothing to do with her. Yeah. And it shouldn't have mattered. No. But anyway... Yes, but but chaos is going to happen. You have that many moving parts. Exactly. It's it's something that's going to happen. I'm surprised that more things didn't go wrong at your wedding. Your wedding was so good. It really was. Just really fucking good. It's my favorite day. Yeah. Um and so I guess I guess I shouldn't have been, but I guess in in fiction brides tend to be a lot more, you know, hysterical than yes. Pharaoh was. So throughout well, the whole thing, she was just kind of fine I with think it. that's the thing, and I'm hoping that it's swinging another way, although the, the bridal industry, the wedding industry, is just, just a racket. But I think so many girls and people in general, not just girls, are brought up thinking that that's the day that you get to be the princess. You get to have everything your way Mm -hmm. and everybody needs to cater to your whims. And if they don't, then it's a failure. Mm -hmm. And that's wrong because Mm -hmm. that's not what it's about. It's about having a celebration with your loved ones in a setting with the things that matter to you and you're sharing them with them. It, it, it was interesting to, um, plan and pull off a wedding as an adult um, I was 40 when, when we got married um, and I was married once before but it that was a the, the wedding itself was not I mean it was thrown together last minute it mm-hmm. was not the experience of planning a wedding um, and I, I just think that I learned a lot about the wedding industry and how much, you know, they, they want to make a buck and they want, and it, and it it was a little disappointing because it's like they do this and this is their job and it's not special or important to them because that's what they do, you know, all the time, which I think is unfortunate because they should, you know, get a different job if that's how they feel about it. But that's largely the experience that I had. And they tend to forget that for the people getting married, this is a once in a lifetime yes. experience. And I agree with you, but in fairness, they deal with a whole bunch of shitty people that are doing it for the image. Yeah. And in your case, yes, you wanted something beautiful and you wanted something comfortable and you wanted something that like the food to taste good and all of that. But it, it was very much a labor of love for you. Yeah. Should we talk about Bob Burgers yes, again? But, that's, but, but it, it, it ties into it. The fact it does. that I think that's what I found so engaging about this. Um, and one of the things that I find about Bob, at, he's a complex character. And a lot of the characters are. But Bob is, if you had just seen a promo for Bob's Burgers before it started, and I'm pretty sure I thought this as well, is I was like, oh, I've got that guy pegged. Mm-hmm. He oh, he hates his family and they're frustrating mm-hmm. and, you know, his business isn't doing well and he's kind of a slob and everything. But, I mean, yeah, his business is not doing well and, yes, he can be kind of a slob, but there's such a tenderness to him and mm-hmm. such a passion for things that I find very compelling. So the fact that he wants so desperately to do something to change the world. I mean, what person of that age range mm-hmm. hasn't felt that? Yeah. Have I done enough with my life? Yeah. I also love the fact that throughout the entire run of the series, they make it clear that he makes amazing hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Because too often in these things, it's that, you know, the food is terrible. And, yeah. you know, and it, that's I mean, the not, restaurant is terrible, but the yeah, burgers are fantastic. That's not their problem. Right. They're, you know, they, they make amazing hamburgers yeah and speaking of we i meant to talk about this in in housekeeping Mm -hmm. but i learned uh yesterday that blue apron is now um going to be doing right now it's it's only three bob's burgers meal kits oh my god now i have to i used to be a blue apron subscriber i suspended it um for any number of reasons, but not because the food isn't amazing, because it is. Blue Apron does not pay us. They should. 
Oh, they should for sure. <laughs> this is I not actually a commercial had, for Blue. I had a reasonably good experience with them as well. Yeah. So um, I'm so excited about this, you guys. I'm going to sign up and then just suspend all of the weeks. Except I'm not the excited Bob's about that, but I'm excited about this next part. Yeah. And then Brittany and I are going to uh, cook these burgers together mm-hmm. and probably film it mm-hmm. so that you can... I don't cook, so it's going to be amazing for you guys <laughs> to see me cook. <laughs> you um, And you guys get to see... You see pictures of the inside of Jen's, at least part of Jen's house, because that's where we record. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we should cook in my kitchen. That's a perfect spot to be able to get some good shots of yeah. what's going on. Um, Your kitchen is much better for cooking right. period but but group cooking especially right. yeah, than, yeah, yeah. than mine is and uh so yeah i'm very excited about that yeah. i i actually have always wanted to i never could it seemed very self-indulgent for me to be like oh i'm gonna do my like a, a youtube channel of me cooking mm-hmm. i couldn't think of any not like i need a reason nobody has a really like a reason for that but i was like i need a hook i need yeah. something so this is kind of fun for me to yeah. be like I kind of like to do the Bob's Burgers um, recipe book that you got, the burgers book. Oh, yeah. So Let's start with the blue apron yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. Go from there. For real. But anyway. I just mean, good for you, though, blue apron. I know. To jump on that is it's, fantastic. It's incredible. And I bet, I bet it continues. One of the three is actually a burger of the day that has not yet... Uh, been on television. Mm. It's it's the one that's going to be featured in the um, series or uh, season premiere in September. Oh my god, I'm so excited. So, um, the burger in this episode is Stop or My Mom Will Shoots. Shoots Burger. With pea shoots. With pea shoots, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. Okay. Um, anyway, so, so I was, I was, I was very taken with the characters of uh, Connor and Farah because in some ways they came across very much like hipsters mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways. Um, but they were just so, again, it's the word of the day, optimistic. Yes. And just so light about everything. I think that's the thing. Is that it, For me, hipsters are very self-aware and they're doing something f- because somebody will think it's neat or mm-hmm. they'll admire them and want to be them or mm-hmm. something. But um, Connor and uh, Farah are very earnest. Mm-hmm. They're very serious about the way that they want to do things yes. and, and engage people. Yes. And they have a whole army of friends to help them. Yes. So obviously they're loved. Um, one of the things that I was thinking about was one of the things that goes wrong for them is that it's very windy the day of their wedding. And that just made me anxious as me hell. Me too. I, Brittany and I both hate wind a lot. Yes. Um, I, I, I would rather it rain yes. the day I get married than be windy. Yes. So when it first was talking about it being windy and then Farrah walked up and she was fine with it, I was like... You, good job, yeah. because there's just... You know what's funny is um, when it first showed them standing outside of the car and they were unpacking everything and I could see that their hair was moving, I yeah. was like, oh, fuck, something is going to be about yeah. this wind. And I thought that it was just like that because they were by, by the water. This, yeah. And I thought, oh, how accurate. But mm-hmm. then, you know, it turned out to be, you know, something more than that. Mm-hmm. But... Um, then another thing that goes wrong uh, during the ceremony, they uh, have have put boxes underneath all of the guests' <laughs> chairs. Oh, that's and so then bad. at one point during the ceremony, they invite the guests to take the boxes out and and open them. And it's supposed to release this beautiful cloud of butterflies. But all the butterflies are either stunned or dead. Mm-hmm. So uh they count to three and everybody throws the butterflies up in the air and the wind takes them in a giant group and just throws them into the ocean. (laughs) And something, something interesting about that. I know that you haven't been watching RuPaul's Drag Race. I know. 
But we, we need to talk to. about RuPaul's Drag Race yeah, for we a do. minute. We do. And this is going to be a spoiler alert for you, and I'm sorry, but we need to talk about this for okay. a second. Okay. So the uh, finale of RuPaul's Drag Race just happened. Uh-huh. And uh, there were four finalists. I was like, you can tell me who won. I can take it. And Well, I, I don't need to, but I can if okay. you want me to. Okay. There were four finalists... And, it, and was this an way, all-star season or was it a regular season? Regular. Okay. And the way that they did the finale was they paired the four contestants into twos. They lip-synced for their lives against each other, and then the two that won lip-synced against each other sure. for the crown. Mm-hmm. So in the first lip-sync battle... Um, one of the contestants, actually, I don't even have to, spoiler alert, I don't have to tell you who the contestant is, but one of the contestants during the lip sync opened something on her wrist and kind of put her face down by it and then kind of blew into it. And she did it again on the other side. And then she had these huge, like flower covered conical boobs Mm -hmm. and she took one of them off. And held the, held it up and looked at it and then threw it up in the air and caught it and then did it the other thing, the same thing with her other boob. And I thought, is there glitter that I'm not seeing? Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Because it was so odd and so took you out of the lip sync and, you know, it and so clearly obviously, was supposed to be theatrical. Right. So, um, not intimate. What's the word I'm looking for? So deliberate. Yes. Yes. And and intimate. Then, you throw your boob in the air. Yes. It's got to be intimate. Toward the end of uh, the lip sync, uh, all of a sudden the camera mm-hmm. <laughs> focused on the ground, on the on the floor of the stage. Oh, Lord. And there were these two butterflies on the floor of the, st- the stage going... <coughs> <coughs> And it's their little wings were moving, and like, yeah, it was. And all of a sudden, I realized, holy shit, she had butterflies in her bracelets and her boobs. Do people not know that these are live creatures? And what she was trying to do was release them. And I had no idea. Anyway, oh my god, the 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 contestant that she was lip syncing against didn't know what was happening and was dancing all over the stage. And at the end. You know, when, when everything was done, uh, they showed the, her, not the one that released the butterflies, but the other one. And she is standing there. She's out of breath, you know, and she's, and all of a sudden she realizes there are butterflies on the oh stage. Oh, my God. And you, could, you should see the look on her face was confusion and panic and utmost concern for what was happening. Anyway, I'm watching this, and I, and immediately I went to this episode in my head. I was like... Good Lord, it's that Why the it's f- that episode. And then yesterday he when was, I got I can't stop clutching my face right now. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yesterday when I got um my Bob's Burgers, my Google alerts, uh-huh. there uh-huh. was an article that oh, somebody Lord. had written that they thought the exact same thing. Oh, nice. It See, was amazing. I they, love they, that there's crossover in yeah, the fandom. They were like they actually um spun it as Bob's Burgers predicted the RuPaul's drag, way, <laughs> drag race. I love that. Which, not really. Like, I, when I first read that, I was like, what? They they predicted who was going to win? But, it, they, you know. Anyway, one thing I have to say is the contestant, after the fact, put a very, put a heartfelt okay. post on All Instagram. Right. Now Good for her. It, whatever you want to say about, I, I think that it was wrong regardless. Yes. But I really honestly, from the character of the individual throughout the season, I honestly believe that she thought that it would be safe and okay. Because in the post, she posted about um, that she had worked with a company and she had done a lot of research and that they had assured her that it would be okay. And I think it was just lack of knowledge. Yes. Guys. And she felt terrible about it. <laughs> Can I just say, I just want to state for the record, please don't try to release butterflies or doves or... It is never going to work out well. animal. Please don't never, do that. Never, never going to work out well. And it was heartbreaking. I know. To I see know. those poor little butterflies oh, sitting it. on the stage going, what the, what the hell just happened to us? Oh, you're making you know? me so sad right now. Anyway. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. That's a thing okay. that happened. Okay. And so, 
the butterflies got swept out to sea, and that was a good burial for them. Yes. It was good. Yes. It was good. Yes. Except for the one that ended up in Linda's throat when she ate the cake. But then it turned out to just be a leaf. Oh, yes. That's true. So it, it was okay. Um, so I want to I talk about a few things. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and find the ones that we can go a little bit. They aren't just throwaway things, because, of course, all of the gene lines, that's, like, my favorite thing. I just yeah. want to make a list. I want to make, a, like, a whole montage of just gene saying shit. Although, yeah. they did have a, a Bob Oh My God moment. We've mm-hmm. talked about, you guys go and look on YouTube for Bob saying Oh My God, and it's amazing, mm-hmm. because there's the whole super cuts of mm-hmm. him just saying oh my god over and over again and there's a good one in this episode um well we have to what it's because it's because he's trying to get them to chant to get excited about catering for yeah, the no, wedding i wanted to talk about that though oh i love the i fact. thought you were going no. past it no oh, that's okay. the whole thing um again they have a lot of stuff that's throwaway. not throwaway. Yeah. i hate that term um they just do it because that's the Belchers, and that's yeah. how they are. Linda singing little songs, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But this one they, they brought up a couple of times. Linda likes to chant. She mm-hmm. can't resist a mm-hmm. chant. I want to say the first time that comes up is in the Carpe Museum. Yes. Um, I, I know for sure it comes up in there, but yeah. I think that that's the first time it's mentioned. And it's, I want... She cannot resist a chant. Yeah. I want... So... As Jen was starting to say, um, Bob's really excited about catering, so he wants the family to come together and do a on-three kind of a thing. And then he doesn't tell them what it is that they have to say on-three, so he's the only one who says it. Mm-hmm. Best wedding ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, Which, All right. by the way, was mine. Best Go wedding on. ever? Yeah. Oh. And um, I thought it was best day ever. I'm just saying mine was the best wedding ever. Oh, Yes. <laughs> I thought you meant your chant for your wedding, and I was like, "Did I not participate in oh, this?" Oh no, no, because no! I didn't have a chant for my wedding. Weird. I'm saying my my Unless wedding was the best wedding ever. Unless you count that every single one of your attendants minus one was helping you get into your dress. Yeah, I mean, we weren't chanting. It had we a were f- panting. It had uh, sweating. We had a, it, there was Swearing. a corset involved, you guys, and holy shit. Um, anyway, so he says all right, well, here's what we say. And then Louise says, no, the moment is gone. And Linda says, I'll do it with you. You know, I can't resist a chant. And Jean says, you know, it's right. You remember that time I got her to chant and I want you to say it. Herpes, herpes, hooray. (laughs) (laughs) Because of course. Oh my God. And then they get really excited about it. And that's what they end up chanting. Hooray. <laughs> oh god that's so good so anyway i love that i can love we, that linda sorry can we pause oh for yes just yes a yes okay. so one thing i want to point out wait what were we talking about herpes herpes hooray okay good i think we can close on that topic right yeah I got nothing else to say about it. I'd like to say that at the beginning of the episode, when he's looking at the internet and then Linda takes his computer away, Bob Bob was watching buckets of porn. He was. I knew you were going to bring up the buckets of porn. He was. When I was rewatching good it this morning, you, I was like, hey. And good for you, Linda, for seeing that he's watching the buckets of porn and just being like, oh, Bobby. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, there were a lot of dirty things in this episode, actually. Like when he says that he... So uh, Farrah and Connor met because they got into a fender bender, Mm -hmm. and he clipped her bumper, and then they went out to have uh, lunch after they exchanged information, and then he's been clipping her bumper ever since. Yeah. I kind (laughs) of want to know what that would be. Yeah, clip your bumper. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So the B story is Louise and Tina and Jean have made this wager that whoever gets... So they all want to get into the most pictures that the photographer is taking during the wedding. So they basically are photobombing everything. And um, whoever gets into the fewest pictures has to clean the grease trap on the grill. Mm -hmm. And it turns out Louise loses because Jean has been uh, captured in reflected in a woman's sunglasses that Twice. everybody thinks yeah. is Helen Mirren. Yeah. 
Um, I love the fact that not necessarily that Louise lost, but that Tina finally won something and handily won it. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I thought that that was really cool because when when they were counting it up and Tina was ahead, Uh I thought for sure one or the other of Uh the uh, other siblings was going to overtake her and then, you know, she wasn't going to be the winner. Right. But she was pretty amazing. There's a montage of them getting into the the images, the the photographs, and she's pretty amazing the way that she does it. When she pops up and does that laugh... Yes. There were two times in this episode that I laughed so hard that I had to stop it and rewind it. And herpes, herpes, hooray was the one. Oh, yes. no, three. I'll get to the third one. And her laughing. Yes. So and they're good. all just staring at her. Yes. She pops up as um, people are sitting at a, a, a table and they're all talking to each other. And the photographer go, goes to take a picture and Tina just pops up from behind the table and just starts going, ha, ha, ha. The most insane laugh. <laughs> So amazing. Um, and then you haven't yet mentioned um, Frankie the Blanky. No, not yet. But I was going to. Please do. I would love to hear your take on Frankie the Blanky. Well, one thing that troubles me is that we never hear the name of Connor's Blanky. Right. So in the episode, um, one of the things uh, at their wedding is that they've tied their childhood blankets to the top of the um That was me the archway. cheersing myself. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, under which they are um, being married. Mm-hmm. It's and, actually uh, cute. It is cute. Uh, the thing about it is that I, I don't know if you're supposed to be put off by that or find it dumb but i don't i think, I think a it's, little bit of both i think it's kind of cute wine pouring i'm pouring some wine um farah's blanket's name is frankie frankie the blankie you never know you never hear connor's maybe connor's blanket didn't have a name uh, i don't know I mean, and i think it sets up the joke that gene says yes um but later uh the blanket because of all the wind comes loose and flies off into the ocean and Jean says Frankie must be going to Hollywood which, oh no Frankie's gone to, is going to Hollywood which is amazing <laughs> um, and when Farah does finally have her breakdown mm-hmm. one of the things that she says is that she lost her blanket that she was going to give to her kids and earlier in the episode um, Louise has has told them that they should name their first child the Belcher children. And when <laughs> Farah professes, you, you know, so <laughs> when 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 she is dismayed at the fact that Frankie is gone, Louise says, "Oh, poor baby, the Belcher children," <laughs> which is just incredible. And it's funny because Louise actually has a lot of those throwaway lines in this one. Yeah. Like when Bob is like. Am I the only one who cares about this? When he's talking about the wedding yeah. at the beginning, and Jean says something, and Louis or uh, Tina says something, and Louise goes, "No, I'm nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so because good. Why would she? Yeah, um, Frankie the Blanky is pretty amazing. But as long as we're talking about during the ceremony, the other thing that I really enjoyed was throughout the ceremony, the microphone of the officiant. <laughs> keeps going in and out because of the wind. I love it. And the only things that you can hear of the officiant once the wind picks up um, is he says that they asked him to officiate and he says, the only shoes I have are sandals, so you have to wait for my uh, nail fungus to to heal. And then the next thing you hear him say is Sammy Davis Jr. of nothing else oh my god i'm telling you i think i feel like at some point sometimes they just go interns finish the script yeah yeah um connor's and you know where my brain went when he said that to um sammy davis jr jr yeah the dog from uh everything is illuminated which by the way you guys amazing movie great movie also a good book but great i feel like greater movie than the book yeah, it's one of those rare moments where I prefer I mean, the movie to the Eugene book. Hutz. Yeah. But um, 
at the beginning of Connor's vows, he does the uh, cliched and widely despised mm. thing where he starts with the Oxford English Dictionary defines wedding as, I, and then mercifully the microphone cuts out so you don't hear anything I else. groaned <laughs> yes. audibly when he started to do that and Chris the archivist was sitting next to me and he kind of whips his head sideways and I'm like, Guys, you apparently have never seen a bazillion speeches that started this way. If you ever have to do a speech, a toast, a presentation, don't do that. Oh, God, it's awful. Don't do it. Unless you Unless say, you're being funny Yeah, in unless some you way. say the Oxford English Dictionary defines something as a bucket of porn. Yeah. And just go for but it. But even then... It's not even fun. Like, I think people have, have made, tried to make it into a joke enough times. Yeah. It's terrible. Don't set it, do it on fire. All of it. If you love something, set it on fire. It's true. Um, I would like to state for the record that I would love to have a tuxedo baby at my wedding. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you brought that up because every time I've seen the episode, I thought... What is is a tuxedo, tuxedo no. baby a thing? No. Okay. She went with Flower Girl, and then she was like, "Find some other child that's involved with the wedding, a tuxedo baby." And okay. I want one at my wedding. We can make that happen. Yes. Which I don't. I'm not having a wedding, you guys. Mm. FYI. Mm-hmm. I mean, not. Let's just move on. Okay. Okay. Um, another thing that I loved about this, again, going back to Bob being such a tender soul. Um, and we talked about Teddy and his inability to find those connections with human beings, not just um, a love interest, but like a true family connection. Mm-hmm. And at some point, Teddy calls um, Bob a greasy Cupid. Mm-hmm. Do me, do me. Mm-hmm. And Bob says, I've been trying to for years. Yes. And he's basically saying, I've been trying to help you. Connect with yes with with somebody who so as much as Bob it tends to be a little clueless about how Teddy the strength of Teddy's feelings about their friendship mm-hmm. he still in his own Bob way is trying so hard for Teddy's sake yeah and I think that's lovely yeah it's I agree dear. Um, and then the only other thing I have in here is I'm glad Frankie was found at the end yes. I um, wish that they had gone and collected Frankie, yes. but I'll just believe that they did. Yes. Um, uh. I love that Linda um, swoops in to save the day mm-hmm. to rebuild the cake when... Um, so Bob accidentally smashes the wedding cake that came all the way from the lost city of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. She swoops in to fix the wedding cake and mentions that she's eaten enough cake that she could uh, do it with her eyes closed reconstruct it with her oh, eyes yeah, closed yeah. and I thought I am so there with yes. you if if I had a smashed cake I would definitely give it to you oh. and be like if anybody can make it Jen can make it with a blindfold yes I can make that cake For real. whole again and honestly I don't know if it's again you know we don't eat a lot of desserts right now you in particular but I am not as well um, that cake looked really damn good mm-hmm I mean, red velvet's not my favorite, but cream cheese frosting is. Yeah. And damn. Well, you make a really good red velvet cake. I do. I do. I have to admit. Uh, my cake making skills mm-hmm. are pretty on point. It's true. Um, working on my pie making skills. My pies are actually good. It's the crust that eludes me. Mm. So mm. this is all about my cooking now. <laughs> uh, speaking of cooking, uh, the great... British baking show. Yes. <laughs> I'm so afraid that I'm going to run out of them. I'm on the last season now. Oh, did you start it? Yes. What episode are you on? I think I'm on like three or four. Oh, okay. Because I'm watching in like the finale. 2013. Why did they do that? I thought that there was a new season. Is there? I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna stab my face off. I could have sworn that there was a new... Not on Netflix, but I what could have I, sworn there's been a subsequent season. What am I going to do without Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood? I don't know, but... Um, and Sue and Mel. I'm watching the finale of season four right now. But I think I'm going to go back and watch season one again because... I, I think I'm going to do that too. Here's the thing about the great British... British Breaking Show. British Breaking Show, guys. This is another one that's really hard for me to say for it's some fine. reason. Um, I love you. It makes me fall asleep 
So yeah. I try to watch it and I end up asleep. Yeah. So I have to watch mul- the the episodes multiple times. Which is times. nice. That's nice, yeah. right? Those are the kinds of shows that I have to be really, really careful about when I watch them because I don't like um, Ancient Aliens is that way for uh, Chris the Archivist. Yeah. He actually really Futurama likes, is like that for Mark. He really loves that show, and I know Mark loves Futurama. So I don't want it to be that show that is so soothing and comforting for me. Because it is. It's comforting for mm-hmm. me, but... It's something I've noticed. I just fall asleep. That's I. It's a joke over at our house. If he turns on Ancient Aliens and he's like, I'm going to watch this episode, legit within five minutes he's asleep. Hmm. Sometimes hmm. in a comically... yeah quick amount of time yeah um i don't remember why i brought that up i'm um, sure it was tied to something but me baking yeah but uh oh the cake going in the cooler no all right anyway uh what but else? you know one of the things that i was thinking about when i was thinking about the last episode is when you watch bob's because there's been a few episodes of our podcast now where bob's has reminded well i guess Actually, I'm answering my own question. Okay. I was going to cool. say, has reminded me of things from my childhood. Of and course. then I want to tell those stories. And I was going to ask you, does that does it not do that for you? But now I'm remembering. Yeah, that, a lot. You know, it reminded you of, you know, the time we went to ballet. Yes. And disastrously. And swimming, swimming made you anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. never mind. No, it does. It absolutely does. And I, I think for me, it is the... Um, not that I feel like our childhood was horrible because I don't, Mm -mm. Um, but I feel like it is the um, more, the the better outcome version of our childhood. Like the family support. And again, I'm not saying that our family didn't support, but there's just something. We had a a very unconventional. We did. Childhood and home life. And we are talking about a television show. There has to be some certain closure at the end of 30 minutes yeah so or 20 minus the commercials yeah but um so yeah i just it it does remind me of those but it also gives me a warm feeling because i know it's going to turn out a little bit better than maybe yeah something that happened to me yeah like i would have gone back and punched that ballet teacher in the throat (laughs) in some kind of i was trying to think of something that was a little less some part of her anatomy um, explicit. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, this is this is one of the um, first episodes in a while that I did completely without notes. Mm. So I guarantee you that you know I'm gonna think, think of all of these things yeah. that I wanted to say that I didn't write down. So we'll just do it at housekeeping yeah. next time. Yeah, I think I think we covered most of it. No, there's a, there was a lot of really good stuff. I'm trying to see if there's anything else in my notes that I might have. Um, uh, um, I loved Linda's line about um, this cake is just like you guys. If you don't look at it, it's fine. Yeah. They're like, what does that mean? Oh. And the crazy also, clown. Yeah. Farrah's makeup, when she starts crying, mm-hmm. I'm actually drawn to it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm one of those girls who wears a nighttime look in the daytime. It's pretty. Just, it's just it's how very it is. I like to paint my face all up. I like so it. when Farah starts crying, I like it, and her makeup is running down her face. I think you should work with that. It's sort of—I mean, clean it up a little. But it's almost like um, Neil Gaiman death with the um, yeah. Egypt eye. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, a yeah. little bit. So yeah, good. I think we're. I think I think we're winding down. Yeah, I, my no. dog is sitting on my feet snorting. <laughs> so. But, again, I I just need to emphasize that I think the thing that I loved the most about this was um, even though Linda was pessimistic, she saved the day. Um, Bob was so determined to make this wedding day good for this couple, um, whether it was for them or for him or both. I loved that. Um, Tina won Mm -hmm. once. Mm -hmm. Um, Jean was Jean and Louise was Louise and um, I'm still sad about the butterflies but I thought this was a just a nice warm episode and so yeah, it's nice when they open the, the boxes I know. and 
Gene says, a dead butterfly. And Tina says, that's what I got too. Like there were going to be different things in there and they just happened to get yeah. dead butterflies. Yeah. Oh, God. It's uh, sad but amazing. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe next time we can do Mission Impossible Bull. Yes. I did it that time. So let's think, though. Um, so they don't do summer episodes. Mm-mm. The next one doesn't come until late September. Let's think. Um, I do still want to do a Gale-centric episode, but mm-hmm. let's do Mission Impossible Bull. Yes. Then let's do Gale. Because we haven't really talked a lot about Gale, and I am just so so deeply in love with Gail's character. Yeah. She's so crazy. I, I love her and she frustrates me at the yes. same time. She is our mother. She is our mother. She <laughs> is, you guys. And I think that's why I want to talk about it so much. She's just... 100% our mother. Everything. Everything. Yes. So let's do that. We'll do, okay. we'll, we'll do that. So, okay. Um, yeah. So that's that, you yeah. guys. Yeah. Remember... Be our downline. Please do. And please, please contact us with questions or comments or things that you noticed. Or um, a couple of people have sent in their Bob's Burgers artwork, which, oh my God, so good. Yeah. Please do that. Yeah. Um, so do yeah. it all. Just just talk to us. Yeah. We, we're, so, we're so approachable. We did not descend into... Hysteria. Hysteria this time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Well, and it's kind of funny because hysteria, um, I don't, um, it, it involves a uterus. <laughs> C4 is stable, you guys. Okay. All right. Love you. Me good to go? Okay. Bye. Bye. This has been an episode of Pod's Burgers. Our theme song is No Smoking by the Blue Dot Sessions.